0: This is the Big Bravely Podcast, hosted by me, Sherry Geis. I want you to have a big, brave life, and I'm here to clarify all the little fears that get in your way. Because the truth is, you get to live the life you want, starting now, finally. Hey there, this is Sherry Geis. I'm a life coach and the founder of a company called Big Bravely. This is the Big Bravely Podcast. I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about how to get unstuck when nothing else works. And I'm going to guess that you've been there. I know I've been there. I I was probably there yesterday. Like, this is common enough. Everybody struggles with this. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Everybody struggles with this. This is a thing that humans do. We can get stuck. Um, you know, things that get us stuck. Definitely involve thinking. Um, I don't mean, although it can't happen. I don't mean pl- like planning and, and thinking things out. We, we just kind of get into like thought patterns that just loop. We'll think and think and think and try some harder thoughts to think the thing through. And maybe if I just, or what if she would, and we just stay stuck. And, uh, you know, stuck at what? I don't know. Stuck in a relationship, stuck at your job, stuck at how to lose weight, stuck at why am I still single? I don't know. There's just so many ways to get stuck. And I, I sometimes teach, teach a workshop how, called How to Get Out of Your Own Damn Way. And I'm not going to teach that here. Uh, that's a 90-minute workshop. But just to kind of, like, create some wiggle room around stuckness, how, how do we get out of it? The thing that works better than just about anything, unless you actually had a magic wand, I don't, is... Self-compassion. I made a little bit of a grimace face when I said self-compassion because a lot of people bristle at the thought of being self-compassionate. They're fine with being compassionate with other people. You know, other people need our compassion. But they don't want to be very self-compassionate. They don't want to have compassion for themselves. And, you know i think of self compassion as a little bit of a matrix within itself it it can look like a lot of different things it can it can look like self kindness it can look like taking care of yourself it definitely more than anything ought to look like talking to yourself as if you are somebody you care about that or let's say not doing that is the thing that's going to get you stuck the fastest. I promise it'll get you stuck or it'll get you incredibly anxious when you live the majority of your days talking to yourself like an asshole, like stop talking to yourself as if you are the drill sergeant and The other part of you is the new recruit. Like that is never going to get you where you want to go. It can fake you out a little bit. It can get you a little bit further down the road. But the trouble with talking to yourself like a jerk is that you're creating more shame within yourself. And talking to yourself like you're a jerk is an act of self-hate. I think hearing those words, or I probably reading them, I, I read a gob, I read a ton. Reading that, that being hard on yourself is you hating yourself made a lot of stuff make more sense. And it was really hard to, it was hard news to take in. But, like so much of this stuff, once you know then you can make different choices. You can go about it from a different angle. You can try new techniques. And so when I think about getting unstuck, or let's say when, I, when I'm when i talking to clients who just are in it, they're stuck and they're sort of thrashing about. I, I talked to a client the other day about this, and I said, you know, your own self-criticism around this topic is just wiggling you further and further into the quicksand and you are kind of up to your you're kind of up to your chest now. like there's no movement. you're super stuck. And what I am suggesting to you is finding a way to radically reduce your stress is going, to lift you up it may not lift you up out of the quicksand but it's going to give you a lot less of your body beneath the surface you're going to have more movement and when you can have more movement you can give more choices you can you can see things differently you can have more clarity and that's i don't know maybe that's the biggest stressor i see out there it's not terrible bosses It's not a bad relationship in their life, you know, friendship or romance. When I say relationship, I'm not talking about boyfriends and girlfriends. Um, I'm talking about any time you relate with somebody else is a relationship. The thing that gets people more stressed out than anything is how they talk to themselves. And it's the secret that we're all carrying around. I am... Recording this episode in the Tower Studios in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and about six months ago, I talk. I taught a workshop in this room, and I did this thing where I pat. And there were about thirty people there, twenty-five. I passed out an, a, a blank three by five note card to. Actually, I think it was four by six, not that it matters, but just to be truthful, I passed out note cards and I told everyone to just write on that note card. What's your go to self-criticism? Like what, like everybody can be critical to them of themselves at one point or another, but like everybody's got like a little parcel that they just use all the time. You're a loser or no one's ever gonna love you or why did you just say that? Whatever your phrase is. I had them all write it out on a note card and pass it out and uh, I pass out the cards in a circle and they all wrote it in and then I had them, I took them all back up, I shuffled them and then I redistributed them. I didn't say that right. I'm just gonna let it go and made each person read them out loud. And we, we, we took, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. And everybody just read what was on the card. And, you know, probably even halfway through, everybody kind of got it. But we, we let it finish. And then we had a conversation as a group. And people's minds were just blown on how hard we are on ourselves. Everybody does it. Um the only people who don't do it I think, you know, have something else larger going on. you know like people who don't have shame are sociopaths. I mean, even I've read stories from Buddhist monks who are hard on themselves about their meditation practice. you know this is just a thing that us humans do and, it can really get, just keep you living in a abbreviated way. And it is a little bit counterintuitive that easing up on yourself is going to get you more clarity, um, that going easy on yourself is going to give you a little more space to think, that letting go... Of certainty is going to give you some freedom, but it all does. It requires you to live a little bravely, it requires you to trust yourself. You know, as a side note, when I say live bravely, I don't mean fearless. Like I talked about that. In a previous episode, there is no such thing as fearless. There it just isn't. We we have fear. Fear is important. But when fear is our mentor, we live a crap life. Like when fear is our mentor, when fear is our guiding light, we experience a ton of disconnection. We end up waking up 15 years into a relationship or into a job, and aren't real sure how we got there. We wake up and and think, "Is this my life? Are these my pe- Are these my people? Something isn't right." And it is super easy in this culture to do that. It is so easy to go on autopilot and just make the next you make your next decision based on the list of. Things that other people have done are expected of you in whatever culture, the culture of your family, the culture of your church, societal rules on how to be a man or how to be a woman. So, yeah, fear is a terrible mentor. The best mentor you can get is you, truthfully. I mean, you may need some auxiliary help from time to time to get yourself to that place. You can give yourself exquisite care if you can give yourself space and peace for your inner wisdom to float up that's what's up that's where it's at that will get you into a life that belongs to you that you're excited about it's not going to get you into an easy life like I don't I don't I mean, I do love having ease in my life from time to time, but if everything was easy all the time, if it was all sunny and bright and positive constantly, if there was no shadow, if there was no struggle, if there was no definition, I think life would be kind of boring. But it doesn't need to be all struggle. And learning how to, to get kind with yourself is is a magical way to get unstuck. So what does that look like? Um, I mean, I've said it over and over, but sometimes people just can't quite hear it because it just doesn't make sense. You're like, well, if if I stop being hard on myself, how will I ever get anything done? You're just going to have to trust me. It's a process. You will get things done. You know, for a minute, you might not. Um, If you have been just a a hard driver to yourself, if you've been just relentlessly hard on yourself for a lot of years, when you finally stop being hard on yourself, you might need a long rest. It may look like inactivity for a minute while you recuperate. Um, You may have been running a marathon for a long time and you may need the rest and it may look like lowered productivity for a minute and it's just going to have to. You know, it it may just have to. You deserve repair. You deserve a rest. You deserve to let the dust settle so you can decide what it is that is next for you. And then it just sounds like kindness. It sounds like you talking to yourself as if you were somebody you care about. It, it looks like listening to yourself. And what do you need? Like being really kind to yourself, checking in with that, that little Sherry in you. I'm just going to use myself as an example. I'm like, what does Sherry need right now? She's kind of thirsty. Like literally right now, I'm grabbing my water bottle and I'm going to like take care of my body. And that will make, me work better. It'll make my brain work better. It will soothe my nervous system. I'll make less weird sounds as I'm talking into this microphone. I hope this is useful for you. It is not always easy or graceful to be a human, but I think it's important to remember that you are a human and you are imperfect and most of us weren't taught these things growing up. I mean, some of us got lucky. We got, you know, we we happened to be born in exceptionally well-adjusted families. And most of us didn't. Even when we had great parents who were doing their very, very best. The rule book that didn't exist got handed to them and they did their best with these made-up things that we all do to raise families and, and it, you know, probably cause some kind of miscommunication or wrong expectation or dysfunction or whatnot. And as we learn how to do things that work really well for us, it, it, can, it can be difficult. But, you know, I encourage you to just hold it lightly. It is a process. It's an experiment. You'll get through it. The struggle holds evidence that your humanity is still intact. That can be a little ray of hope at times. All right. I think I'm done for this episode. I so appreciate you giving your time and attention to me. If you have a thought about what I'm talking about. If you have a story idea for me to bring to the podcast, if you've got a question you've just never been quite able to answer, I super encourage you to drop me a line at Sherry at com, and I will either respond to you there or here. Thanks. Have a great day. This podcast is produced by Mostly Harmless Media. Many thanks to them and to Casey Clifford for her beautiful music. And thank you, my dear listener, for reclaiming time for yourself. You are worthy of this care and so much more.